traditional financial institution which you need to reorient about the customer is all about data so they will be need to become like a data oriented platforms i think digital identities will be really key in the near future so these banks to stay relevant Hello, thanks for joining us on Banking Remix, the new podcast from Veritran. I'm your host, Katie Yano-Small, the Chief Executive and Editor of Upana. And this is the podcast where we talk to global leaders in digital finance about how traditional banking is being remixed. We discuss the role of new technologies, new data, new business models, and transforming the banking industry for the future. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Davi Cunha. Davi is a Senior Industry Executive for Financial Services at Microsoft in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Davi has particular experience in open banking and open finance, which you Pana readers will know is powering ahead in Brazil. Before he joined Microsoft earlier this year, Davi ran fintech payments and open banking at Southrock Lab. That's the innovation arm of an investment firm in Brazil, which owns Starbucks, TGI Fridays and some other restaurants in Brazil. Davi also has experience in open banking at TechBan and Ciencia in Brazil, as well as in hybrid, hybrid cloud at IBM. Davi, it's a real pleasure to have you here on Banking Remix. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Kate, everybody. Thank you very much for the invitation and thank you very much for this great opportunity to, to talk this uh, awesome initiative to discuss innovation in the banking space. Okay, I'm so pleasure to talk to you today. Thanks. So Davi, just to start, tell us a little about what you do at Microsoft. Okay, sure. So as already introduction, I'm a, today I'm an industry executive. Okay, I'm responsible for the Brazil market today and I'm working with major customers in, in banking, insurance and the capital markets. Uh, today, my mission basically is to be closely working with uh, big financial customers uh, and to build uh, C-level relationships. Okay, so I'm working to help these major customers to accelerate this uh, their own digital transformation. Okay, while uh, I'm supporting them when launching new business. Okay, and also address main industry pain points. Uh, uh, as already mentioned, I'm uh, working too much on the, the new platform models such as open banking, uh, open insurance, that's a, it's a device in Brazil, and also in areas such as uh, payments and, and the core banking. Okay, and, and more recently, we are advancing a new hot topic uh, known as uh, embedded finance. Uh, I also am responsible to connect to existing and the regulators and the support uh, customers in this uh, regulatory journey. Uh, so also within Microsoft, I, I orient internal teams, communities towards this industry uh, specialization. Okay? And I also uh, have the opportunity to contribute to to strategic initiatives uh, in the cloud and data AI space to, to some key customers. And uh, uh, 
also being able to connect them to ecosystem, to NGO, uh, education initiatives, so to supporting, to connect with uh, these initiatives of uh, diversity, uh, financial inclusion, uh, employability. This, uh, we we uh, when we, we talk about these subjects uh, of uh, uh, inclusion, diversity, we take it very seriously here in in Microsoft. Uh, and it's important to mention that uh, also work very closely with uh, with uh, business partners, so they are a very essential part of our, our strategy and uh, and the, our strat uh, customer strategy. So we have a very vibrant uh, ecosystem of partners. So I have the opportunity to work very closely with them to. To, so we can fulfill uh, complete solutions in the in the financial space. That's quite a. Um, it sounds like a really interesting and broad range of stuff that, that you get to do there in that um, in that role. Tell me, Davi, about um, maybe one of the projects that you've worked on recently that's that's been really uh, interesting or, or really exciting, or that you've been really proud to work on. Great. So I've already, you already mentioned I have uh, worked on the several transformational projects for industry, banking industry, insurance, and uh, working on uh, a long time in, in the big technology companies. Yeah. So uh, by end of 2018, I decided to go more for an entrepreneurship. So so build my own platform, go to, to entrepreneurship in the open banking and base space, okay? And uh, by end of uh, by end of 2019, I was a uh, head of uh, the fintech uh, for the the South Lab group, South Rock Group, and uh, it was uh, an amazing time. So uh, during the 2020, we we had uh, the the pandemics uh, hitting uh, hitting the uh, our group as. We already mentioned we we have we support the big retail brands here in Brazil, some of the global brands. So, so uh, I, I can say that 2020 was a very challenged time, by far the most challenging in my career. So, so when working as a head of fintechs uh, in the beginning of uh, of the year. Uh, we we ha we had a, uh, received a big challenge to deliver a, a new digital platform, okay, S which would connect uh, retail and financial services. Uh, it was a big project that involved uh, building a new digital wallet, uh, involved payment car uh, and a data driven uh, platform approach. So uh, we we it was uh, uh, our first release was an eight months project, okay, which was uh, a big challenge because as we were hitting by the pandemic, we uh, our cash flow was terrible uh, hit, uh, so uh, we had to to launch the, this uh, first version of the platform in, in only eight months. So to connect several partners in the financial space. So, but uh, I think it's a, it was a very 
challenge, but uh, opportunity to learn a lot. So uh, I can say that uh, it, was, uh, it was eight months of initial project, but uh, we, we have to opportunity to to learn a lot. Uh, it was like learning uh, years of uh, a, a project. So it's uh, I think it, this was a, a very very uh, uh, a project that I'm really proud of that connect uh, not only financial services but connecting to the the customer uh, journey. Uh, that that's what we call the digital né? connecting, providing financial services like you pay card reload operations to the to the end user while they are experiencing uh, the, the connection with the retail i think it's uh, very very interesting and uh, really proud that's amazing so just for the for the listeners who aren't familiar with the with these products in brazil tell us a little about um how they work right you go into a starbucks um and you have a you have a digital wallet that that connects how tell us a little about how that uh how the product worked for the end user yeah, but but, the, but the, uh, to the end user, basically, uh, it uh, rep- represents yeah uh, like uh, the day day by day uh, digital wallet. So the customer can uh, uh, can choose the payment method. Can uh, for uh, for start from the uh, selecting the 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 product they uh, they want to to buy. Okay. They, uh, it's like uh, pretty much like um, uh, 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 an e-commerce side when I can pick the product, uh, select, uh, and choose choose the way we pay. Okay, and and in the in this digital wallet we have uh, uh, what we call the re- reload methods. It's a, it's a kind of a prepaid. Okay, we're working together with a card. Payments, so we can reload this money and and manage it. So, so it's a very 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 different approach. Okay, so also uh, selecting the payment, the, the the customer has the option to 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 pay directly in the store or only grab the the, the pro, uh, grab the, the coffee the, the product can and go. So, so there are uh, different. Uh, Pick and selected methods, okay, but uh, it's a, from the uh, from the customer perspective, it's very very simple, uh, easy, and uh, frictionless. Uh, but when you talk, uh, consider from uh, from uh, technology and platform view, it's much more complex because you need to orchestrate uh, uh, a lot of. Uh, Partners, a lot of connections. Okay, you you, you uh, not only uh, are connecting the purchase and buying experience, but uh, you are connecting the financial operation and the, also the rewarding uh, the, the loyalties are already connected to to provide this end to to end engagement. So when you look for uh, from a, pl- a platform specific approach, is very very challenging because you need to uh, counteract fraud uh, at, at the point of purchase, okay? And the, and the, not, not only the traditional card and payment fraud, you must consider, but you have uh, also different kind of uh, fraud, like the loyalty fraud, okay? Uh, uh, so it's very, so the, it's very, it's 
very interesting approach. So, uh, so it, is that people trying to scam their way into a free coffee? Yeah, people is very creative when they they are uh, uh, acquiring or uh, accessing or trying to buy a, a product. Like, uh, uh, yeah. So, so it, so the fraud space it's very very interesting, very complex here because it involves uh, not only the traditional ways, uh, for, for example, to use a, a stolen card, it's, a, it's very, very common. Uh, so we must consider a situation where for not only the, the, this kind of uh, traditional fraud, but also loyalty fraud. So, uh, uh, so for example, the customer disguising to be other people, you have uh, fraud that, uh, connected to, for example, uh, account takeover scenarios. So the customer, uh, 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 another fraudulent person to take to cover an account and is buying or having a, a free a free drink. So so it's very it's, it's very challenging. I think it's. Uh, because you have to connect all these this point and uh, and we to bring it to to the the system you have a, a lot of uh, additional scenario you need to contemplate like data we we need to make uh, have use of, of the data to connect all these dots okay and and uh, and and, uh, 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 and figure out what's really happening, find the outlier, the, the segmentation process is it's very different different here. So that, that's the reasons that the company has their own uh, 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 anti-fraud and uh, programs specialized for this kind of uh, uh, scenarios. And you said that there were a lot of learnings in that project, and I bet there were, right? Doing something like that in eight months during the pandemic. Tell me about some of the, or what would you say is the key thing that you learned during that process? Yes, it's, uh, as I mentioned, uh, eight months was just the, the most difficult part of the, the this journey because during this time we... We were uh, in the middle of pandemics, yeah. so you had a store closed or partial closed. So imagine you are in the middle of a digital transformation, all transformation, the platformification, and then you okay now your cash flow runs over. So it was very, very challenging. So I think uh, there, there there are many. Many learnings from from uh, 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 from this great experience. I think when you go to really go to digital, things go uh, uh, very different from what you originally planned. Okay, so uh, uh, I think the biggest learning is uh, even though. Uh, uh, you build a fully fledged end-to-end -end digital platform. You still need a lot of the human side, uh, uh, connected people. So if you if you apply a small change to a customer experience, it affects 
your it it's it usually affect your whole process. It affect everything that it impact the way you pay. It impact the uh, uh, the fa- the fraud, the false positive. It impact uh, your uh, ac- uh, accepting rate for for the car. It, it's a very impact. So a small change in the experience affected the whole process. So that's the key reason we. Why uh, we, we learned that for delivering this digital and digital platform, we need to become from, uh, to start from the experience, okay? From the experience and go all the way back to transform and, uh, and, and, and to capa- platform capabilities. And another point, we, we need to work uh, side by side with regulation to understand what really can do uh, and we can't when we we talk about m- managing money uh, uh, managing payments it uh, you it should be uh, very connected to to the regulation to what we can do under uh, the regulation without uh, extrapolating i think it's very important so so i think this is a very uh, it was an amazing learning but uh, again focus on experience, start from the, the customer experimentation, go all the way back to, to the digital. Okay. Mm, mm. Interesting. I want to talk about, uh, about open finance and open banking. You've got a lot of experience in that area. And within Latin America, Brazil is really leading the pack. So tell me about something that surprised you or that you've learned about open finance and open banking over the past 12 months during this period of, of huge change in Brazil. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, uh, open finance changed a lot in the last twelve months. I think the comprehension about the open finance changed a lot. Okay, the, so uh, I think uh, we started off uh, open banking a couple of years ago. With uh, uh, started off uh, in uh, in uh, implementation of other regulations like uh, open banking in in UK mainly okay so most of the our experiences start off the based on the the uh, open banking regul uh, in the regulated open banking okay and uh, but uh, we figure out that uh, open finance it's uh, it's much more broader it's uh, uh, it's impactful too much uh, people lives and uh, it's more uh, it's more com- it's by far more complex than than the traditional re- regulated open bank okay uh, uh, so i think he, uh, 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 open finance will change it uh, 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 it will definitely change the way the people uh, have ha- access uh, financial services and in such a way, it, it will pro, uh, provoke a, a big impact in, in the in the in the environment. So, so if you take, a, for example, uh, uh, the impact of open insurance, and right now we are already uh, advanced with, with open insurance, connecting to to open banking in, in this uh, open finance 
uh, journey. If we, we take a new uh, uh, insurance product, uh, we will need to consider new business models. We involve new regulators. We have new regulatory requirements. So it's really impacting, including new actors to the to the open finance ecosystem. So when you think of insurance product distribution, for example, in Brazil, we have a, a strong uh, involvement and, and, and relationship of the, the insurance broker. Okay, so in the uh, so they are really involved in the commercialization process of uh, insurance products. So, so how uh, will they? Uh, how, how will this uh, insurance broker be connected and participate of this this new uh, open insurance and open finance model? This is a kind of uh, interesting question and, and discussion we are having in Brazil right now, and uh, it impacts a lot uh, how uh, uh, open finance uh, uh, evolves. And uh, I think another uh, key point here uh, is around uh, the, the beneficiary of open finance. Okay, we we saw in the past a steady advancement in the digital banking and the digital retail banks. Okay, we we saw a very much competitive scenario for uh, uh, digital for, for traditional banks, which regards to uh, digital uh, the 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 growth of uh, digital banks and and neo banks. Okay, but uh, with a strong focus on natural person. But how about the small and medium company? How about the SME? Okay, so uh, how they will be affected by, uh, impacted by uh, open finance? I think this is an interesting question that, uh, and during the pandemic period, we, it was very clear that uh, these companies will, were really essential to the, to the economic recovery, uh, was really essential to the, to the employability. So uh, how, uh, open bank will impact this this company. I think it's it's really essential for the the future of uh, open finance uh, uh, here in Brazil. Uh, for example, uh, uh, providing better and easier access to to credit to finance to to this company. So so open. I think open finance can help a lot here. So how can they manage better the uh, the the cash flow, reduce costs, uh, and the or simply uh, uh, simplify the uh, day by day operation. I think it's a, the, the, it's a huge opportunity in the, the SME space. And I think he, the market start to realize it, start to, to provide a, a strong focus here. Yeah, I think for a long time, SMEs are kind of in the, in the too hard basket, right? That, that it's, um, uh, this com- they need complex, complex solutions and complex um they have complex demands right M- maybe more complex than your t- a typical person on the street right so it's been it's been they've kind of been um, left by the wayside when it comes to to financial innovation well not left by the wayside but i think um, often as you say these new digital banks have come in with with um with consumer facing products faster than they've come in with, with business-facing products. Um, you work a lot with big financial institutions. Tell me, what do you see as being the big 
the big hurdles, the biggest challenges for some of those big banks, or all banks really, traditional banks though, when it comes to adapting to open finance? What are the big hurdles that they're facing? It's a really, really interesting question, Katie. I think, uh, uh, as already mentioned, uh, open finance represents a a big transformation, a big impact, uh, mostly for the traditional uh, financial institutions because uh, they they change the way that these traditional uh, uh, companies operate. Okay, so so the traditional all the control of all uh, uh, all the uh, the the chain uh, from selling the product, uh, managing the product, uh, uh, managing all the distribution, uh, uh, and selling several products to to the the customer. Okay, but uh, when you go to to open finance. We change the way we, for example, distribute product. We have third party which uh, 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 sell product to to the end consumer. In, in some ways, they have more control of the experience. So there is a lack, a risk for the bank here to 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 lose the control of the relationship and, and of the the uh, the customer journey. Okay, so, and when we look inside the banks, okay, uh, historically, this big tra- traditional uh, financial institutions, uh, what we usually call the, the incumbents, uh, they, they build their, their business uh, around specialized uh, v- verticals, okay? They organize the operation to buy uh, uh, product domains and knowledge Okay, uh, uh, creating what they, they, they what we call organizational silos of uh, operations and uh, information. So, uh, I, I think it, this is uh, uh, the biggest hurdle we, this company is faced today, because it introduced a lot of issues, inefficiencies in in the system, since uh, uh, very frequently this. Verticals, this the oriented to are uh, oriented to product, and they do, uh, they usually they don't talk to each others, duplicating customer data, duplicating IT systems to to support these specializations. This so uh, I think this creates a lot of complexity, and uh, and uh, it's very difficult uh, frequently to to create this single view of the customer uh, to create this uh, 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 what we call 360 degree of the customer it, it's very complex okay so uh, so so it's very complex to have the, the, the customer at the center okay uh, and or around and not the folks around product itself so so I, f- I believe that uh, breaking down these silos, uh, these verticals, uh, it it's, will be essential to the financial system to to transform to in, into this new scenario and be able to operate as an open company uh, and an ecosystem-based model as the open finance required because it's it's all about data. When we talk about uh, exposing data, it's it's all about putting the customer in the center. Now the customer is 
responsible to to share their own data, to control who, uh, which data to share with which company. So it involves sharing data with third-party company, with fintechs, with uh, other companies. So so having this change in perspective really impacts. So we need to break this this silo, make the information flow, uh, creating value to the end customers. So so this is the this is the key uh, point. And, and again, and to f- so in such a way uh, that this company will keep continues to to deliver this uh, 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 deliver this great experience to to uh, uh, to the customer because by the end uh, the, the financial institutions will need to uh, uh, to keep the, the customer at the center to be relevant to this customer to be in the, the customer journey mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. only making the information flow inside uh, through the silos with around the customers delivering value to the customer is only a way that uh, we will be uh, 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 transform uh, the, the company and move it, uh, towards uh, uh, the success in open finance space. It's a massive change when you put it like that, right? M- moving from that organizational silo model to one that's more open. I mean, but as you say, so the, the, the path through that is really through structuring the data well, using those analytical tools to be able to manage the data and manage the um, the different needs of the very varied needs of the clients. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, the, the traditional financial institution will be to need to reorient about the customer. It's it's all about uh, it's all about the data. Okay, so uh, so they will be need to become like uh, data oriented uh, platforms okay because uh, again customer uh, cha- customer expectations changes are very fast very quickly and uh, the only way that the companies the financial institution can respond to adapt very, very quickly uh, is to, uh, to knowing this customer being in control of the 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 customer and when you go comes to the the open finance uh, they will uh, finance will need to collaborate with ecosystem to exchange data okay to connect to when the customer do a payment uh, 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 request a, a a loan or consuming any financial service from the third part, from the fintech, you need to exchange data with the financial institution. And this data do, should be analyzed in, in, in real time uh, with, with uh, context data, with uh, information around the customer, the customer behavior, where the customer uh, uh, where the customer is, what he's doing, what, what what's the behavior. So there is a lot of data that to be connected, not about only the the operation, the payment or, or the lay. It's about connecting all the data from this journey. And uh, it's it's com- complex because you need to, to process immense amount of data. 
from many customers, from thousands, millions of customers at the same time, but at the same time to to individualize each customer. So so they will require to to be what we call data-driven platform. They will need to uh, make uh, extensive use of data AI strategies, okay? So we have the cloud uh, that's enabling extensive use of data, a uh, uh, huge amount of data, and the and the leverage of AI technology will will support this this, this strategy. Okay. Uh, also, it's important to mention that uh, they also need to evolve. Okay. So, uh, uh, so in, in terms of uh, you, you make the correct use the the technology. So okay, so okay, so they can really evolve to become this this uh, this data driven and focus on this uh, what we call a, a hyper personalization of the of the experience of the customer experience. Perfect. So then a couple of quick questions to um, to round out the interview. One is, if you were to remix banking, if you were to take out one thing or put one thing into a traditional bank to prepare it for the future, what would it be and why? Well, it's a very interesting question. I think there are uh, several aspects that could be be changed. Uh, today we see an uh, interesting change in the market. We see a uh, steady advances of digital currencies, stable coins, NFTs. We, we see central banks discussing about uh, CDBCs, you know, the uh, central bank uh, issue uh, digital currency. Uh, I think the way we store money, we we manage assets, is changing a lot to, to towards the digital and this this new technologies, uh, DOT blockchain impacts a lot. We will impact a lot how the financial institution operates. I think there exists a jewel in the crown technology that will help uh, financial services. It can enable uh, this remix bank uh, and uh, can help this financial institution to 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 adapt to new content and stay relevant. Uh, the name of this uh, uh, technology is is digital identity. I think uh, digital identities will be really key in the near future. Uh, uh, so so to to this banks uh, to stay relevant, uh, uh, to keep relevant in the customer journey, because being the control of the, the customer identity, be, being to be connected in an essential part of this, this customer journey that will be essentially digital in, in the future. So uh, I think uh, digital identity will enable banks to, to strengthen strength this this uh, uh, customer trust to be connected in the in, in this journey uh, uh, so so I think uh, uh, this will be a key enabler to to the bank so they stay relevant and connected to the to the customer journey I love it digital identity I think it is it's super important it's super important it's going to be interesting to see how that evolves in the years ahead. Final question, Davi, how will our kids manage uh, manage their money when they get to our age? What's the, um, what's the world of money going to look like for the next generation? Well, awesome question. I think 
it's a very challenging question because uh, trying to predict the, the future in bank is, is very very difficult since it, the transformation is the, the pace of transformation is it's really fast okay uh, so so I think uh, if you look at to our kids uh, if you look at uh, the way they will manage money like in 10 or 20 years ahead I think uh, uh, some important change will happen I think uh, first the digital will be the mainstream the de facto uh, way to access the, the, the financial so I think uh, when you look at financial uh, operation like payments, lending, saving, investment, everything will be uh, connected, and simple and really transparent to our kids. So, for example, uh, payments will be so simple as send a message or trigger voice comment, uh, uh, authorize a transaction, uh, uh, showing your iris. So, so very soon, voice and face will be will be the, the, the mainstream, okay? Uh, but uh, as I said, not only uh, pay, payments will be affected, but the, the financial instrument, the digital asset will, will, will be much more, much more used. Uh, so so uh, I think uh, uh, the key point here is that uh, uh, all financial operations, like payments, uh, savings, investments, uh, our financial transaction will be definitely embedded in, in, into our 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 journey. Will be embedded in, into everything we do, okay, and connected to non-financial players like a retailer, a ride hailing company, or a service provider. So, so uh, financial operation will be a simple day by day experience. Uh, uh, so, for example, uh, the experience of pay for the food, we'll pick a coffee, uh, watch a, a, a pet company in a, in a wear, using a wearable device uh, or investment. It, it, it will be a, a, like a combination of, uh, of a micro moments, okay, uh, involving these this, uh, financial transactions. And to our kids, it will be everything. Uh, uh, transparent, uh, connected to to the lifestyle, to, to connected to our kids' objectives. Okay, much of th this will be uh, automated. Okay, and uh, uh, and believe in me, they they won't need to remember any password. I think it is very very. Uh, uh, maybe they don't think about how to pay or how to transfer. Uh, uh, how to transfer money because it will be uh, everything part of the this uh, uh, of this transparent experience. Mm. Okay, uh, it uh, will just uh, happen. Okay, happy to say goodbye to passwords. That's for sure. Hey, Davi, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much for this interview. It's been a pleasure. Very interesting conversation. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kate. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of Banking Remix by Veritran. Be sure to subscribe to the series in Spotify, Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud so you'll be the first to hear the next interview. Until then, keep up with the latest in digital finance on Vnext, that's Veritran's blog, where the team discusses news and trends in banking transformation. Don't miss it, head over to veritran.com blog. 
Thanks again, and we'll be back soon with more Banking Remix Insights.